Hello and welcome back to the Vertically Gifted podcast. Um, I'm your host Meg and this is my host Sammy. Hello. And today we are going to be talking about alternative medicine, which is a pretty uh, a pretty good topic to talk about, I think, in the day and age we live in with a lot of people being open to new new ways of healing and new ways of medicine. Do you agree? I agree, especially with, you know, the pandemic and such. Uh, people, not specifically with COVID, but I guess people do want to find different remedies uh, just in case they... I, I know with a bunch of people that are uh, anti-vaxxers, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally do not fully understand the anti-vax people um, because I feel like there are some like many benefits to modern medicines now- mm-hmm. nowadays. But I do understand where they're coming from with the fact that um, herbal medicine or other treatments uh, that can go under categories like that, um, that they do have some properties that do work. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, I think uh, either way, I think, you know, normal medicine, like the medicine you ha- get from doctors and hospitals have a place um, when they're needed. But I also think um, alternative medicine has a place too because i've grown up with alternative medicine both with alternative and uh, normal medicine mm-hmm. and uh yeah i think i think uh i think they i know from experience there are definitely things in alternative medicine that i think work but it works for me and it that doesn't necessarily mean it works for everybody else and then mm-hmm. there's things that i, I agree yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's things that don't work because <laughs> some things in alternative medicine um or exactly <laughs> proven in a way that uh, has made it felt like to me like it works. Correct. Yeah. And then sometimes there's always like uh, the placebo effect as well. Yes. In which that helps. And the thing is, placebo effects, they like, you know, that they actually do make you feel as if you're better. So it's, mm-hmm. it's honestly just it's honestly just the same. It's really hard to tell sometimes. Um, exactly. What do you know about alternative medicine in general? Um, I only really know just like, you know, the broad strokes, just, um, like healing crystals. I, I've just heard about it. I haven't, I don't know any properties or anything mm-hmm. such as that. Um, herbal remedies are the things that I've most heard about because I read them about, or I read about them a lot in books and right, so they've yeah. always intrigued me in a way. Um, I have like a book or two on it. I've never, you know, gone full depth into it or and read it or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, they've always seemed interesting to me because I always um, they're fascinating. I know that there are, are exactly there's just so, the fact that you can do something so intricate and just important to your body with a plant that you can grow in your garden mm-hmm. is incredible. And I know, I, I've grown up with that with um, teas, at least. Like, mm-hmm. teas have been the biggest thing in, in, w- with my mother, at least. Um, whenever I'm sick, she usually has tea, or when there's, uh, like, menstrual cramps, tea is just, like, yes. a very helpful thing. Yes, it is. I totally agree. And tea is not very different from uh, homeopathy, which is the study of home remedies. Um, yeah. Essentially, like you were saying... Teas encompassed various types of plants and flowers, and you're basically soaking the um, the essence or the oils out of it into a water, into a drinkable tea, and those help with your cramps or your headache or sleeping maybe or like a cold. I know I drink some tea when I have a cold, um, and I mm-hmm. think they I think they work. You know, they might not work every time, but I definitely think they work. 
And I think- yeah, and they at least even if they don't help your sickness, they at least sorry, <laughs> but um, uh, even even if they don't um help your sickness, they at least lessen the symptoms a little bit. They, yes. they help your cough or they help your throat or mm-hmm. something like that. Help your headache. It helps. One they definitely point. have a benefit there. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily take it yes. all away, yeah. but I don't think that's what people are necessarily looking for when they're uh, trying to. Like, I don't think people, I hope people don't expect that tea is going to take everything away. <laughs> I'd hope not. Yeah, um, no, I think, yeah, mostly it's just the, uh, the symptoms, just the, you know, the stuff that you don't want, like runny nose or, well, runny nose, I guess. I don't know of anything that really takes that away, but I know headaches for tea yeah. and, um, well, uh, yeah, eye strain, well, headaches that come with eye, yes, eye strain sometimes, yes. but, um, yeah, cough, sore throat. I've also, my mom has, um had me uh gar- gargle uh salt, salt water, water too yeah. which helps yeah it helps i hate throats. it i absolutely detest it i hate but it it's too. so like it it clears it up so good it really does work and that is like, a just, form of so alternative well. medicine in its own way because you're not taking exactly, something yeah. made by a pharmaceutical company or something like that the best way i describe how i feel about uh, alternative medicine versus normal medicine is um, alternative medicine in my house, at least, we use it when we have little things like headaches and maybe a cold or um, body aches or like menstrual cramps, like you're saying. And I genuinely have felt that they worked for those things. Now, there's a time and place for this, and there's also a time and place for um, real, real deal medicine where, like, you know, you broke a bone and you need like pain relief or, you know, you're in such bad of uh, amounts of pain that, you know, a remedy can't help your head, but you need to take like an Advil or something. That's the place for them, I think. And I also think like, you know, I don't think, at least from what I've experienced, I don't think like essential oils or, you know, crystal healing or anything can cure cancer. But, you Mm -hmm. know, that's where I think like pharmaceutical medicine and stuff you'd get from the hospital or the doctors, that's where that comes in. I yeah I, uh, yeah <laughs> go ahead go ahead I don't necessarily feel like have you met like people I don't know do you get antibiotics a lot um not usually no the only thing I really get are just vaccines right yeah me too thing yeah I uh I guess for our family is like I I know a lot of people who like have like little kids because I babysat a lot and stuff like that and they'll go and take their kids and like, let's say the kid has an ear infection and they'll just give them mm-hmm. antibiotics like off the wall, like way more than I think is okay. But like every time the kid gets a ear infection, like, you know how often okay. kids get ear infections? That's a lot of, very often. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, a, lot a lot of, of antibiotics. In a child. Yes. And that's a lot of it. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, like Antibiotics aren't the best for you. They're supposed to be taken in situations where there's nothing else you can do. Now, yeah, this is where I could bring in essential oils. I've had ear infections before from from swimming. Like you know, I'm sure you've gotten at least like swimmer's ear before or something I like that. I actually have not. Surprisingly, no? I okay. don't know what's up, but no, I have not. I've just heard about the ear infections, and I've dreaded the day yes. if I ever get one. I've only ever gotten one once, and it was this last year, and. Uh, my mom, she, uh, she, she, I, you know, I have an essential oil mom. I'll embrace it. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but she puts (laughs) lavender oil on like a cotton swab 
and you put it in your ear and like 30 minutes later the ear infection's like gone like completely gone oh and wow it was it's it's kind of one of those things where i'm like that's so cool that like plants and flowers and the oils from those can help uh like help something like that and help you reduce pain and that's where i think they're good like they definitely come in in places like you know even like when i'm having a hard time sleeping there's certain oils that you can like rub on uh pressure points in your head and it'll help calm you down yeah i mean it it makes sense in a way with um especially if it's towards specific points in your head like it could be directly connected to the brain like mm-hmm. if um if you put it to one side of your brain then it helps like with i don't know uh depression or something like yeah. that i believe the amygdala was the one that's like the uh yes the like base for emotion or the with mood for swings emotions. and so stuff like, like that absolutely yeah so I'm, i i don't know how much i personally believe that because i don't know of the um i, I just yeah would need evidence that that would work because for right. me i'm more of a uh a fact kind of person of course the hard part about yeah. alternative medicine i think is that i think a lot of doctors have immediately just assumed that these things don't work because they're not what they're used to and so you're not going right. to find scientific evidence that this stuff works but i recommend to somebody who's listening to just try it out like there's no harm in you yeah. know buying like peppermint essential oil and you know trying it out it helps it helps great with car sickness i know from experience um Mm-hmm. stuff like that like you have to try it like i think a lot of people are turned off by the whole uh alternative medicine because it's not in the norm i guess and it's not like something everybody does but exactly, i think yeah. i think it's a good way to save money with you know instead of just absolutely well, yeah <laughs> instead of helps, using medical bills and yes and it helps your body honestly um i know homeopathy i was telling you earlier it's basically the belief that the body can heal itself. It's the belief that yeah. if you have the mindset and you have the the knowledge in somebody that can help you with these types of plants and um, flowers and stuff like this that can give uh, certain healing properties, if you can do it correctly, I totally believe that you can be, you know, have some sort of positive effect on you from it, honestly. Yeah, and it's it's most definitely like like you said it's 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 a mind thing. It's um, I mean it it might not have been proven by science, but at least it's psychologically proven that if if you believe something enough, then it becomes true. It's like mm-hmm. the self fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. Right. Except in this instance, it won't be considered bad. It will be considered like healing. Right. So if you, if you believe that it'll help enough, then it it really it it will. Yeah. It, it absolutely <laughs> will. I 100% agree. I think a lot about trying to heal from something, whether it's an illness or like a a traumatic um, instance or circumstance that happened to you, I think a lot of it is a mindset. You have to be willing to enter a phase of healing for these things to work. Because even with like real deal medicine, you have to be willing to heal and willing to accept the medicine into your body because there's been plenty there's tons of evidence that like people who are like really really sick um but there's a way to help them but the medicine isn't working and it has a lot to do with the way the person has like treated the last couple months of their life like i'm not going to get better and there's no way to fix me even if there is a way you're just not opening your mind to the possibility that there is 
Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a factor in what stops people, what blocks people from trying to get better. Yeah. It's well, a little sad. It is. And I wish more people were open to it because, you know, there's not just one way in life. There's tons of different paths and tons of different ways to do things that all have different, you know, effects, but they could, each one could be good. You just never know. All right. Well, mm -hmm. let's get into the different types of alternative medicine. Uh, let's start with essential oils. So, you know how essential oils are made? I honestly do not. They're probably some type of extraction, but I really don't know the process in them at all. That's pretty much it. Um, only about 1% of the plants on Earth are used for essential oils. How crazy is that? <laughs> uh, I would not have expected, because recently I've been seeing, you know, like, shelves full of essential oil stuff, because I... Uh, aroma diffusers are getting uh, pretty popular nowadays. Right. So, and, yeah. it, like, even 1% of plants, it's still a lot, but they, a lot of essential oils are mixes of the same types of plants, but in different quantities or different, like, you know, you could have one plant and one, and then that plant plus another plant and another, you know. Um, mm -hmm. They kind of use it and find different ways to repurpose it. I think essential oils, I think the basic, like, knowledge of them is that, like you said, they're like compressed and the oils and the essence of the plant or the whatever the fruit or whatever is uh is sucked out and filtered and you know mixed with other things till it makes this essential oil yeah okay i some things i know about them are like essential oils when they're applied to the skin the reason they work so well is because they are absorbed, like, within seconds. Like, if you've ever put an essential oil on your body, they just go right in. 100%. And it's... The reason I think they work is it's carried to the bloodstream almost immediately after that. And it's in almost every cell in your body within minutes. And so, uh, to apply essential oils, do you apply them directly onto your skin? Yes. So, you can, like, if you have a book on them or anything, it'll tell you certain spots to fix things. But I know, like, for headaches, I'll take lavender or peppermint essential oil, and I'll rub them on the sides of my temples next to my eyebrows and my eyes. And you just put a drop on each finger, or drop, and then rub it between two fingers, and just rub. And then, like, within, like, 15 seconds, it's, like, completely dry right there. And I can already feel, like... The headache begin to calm down and everything to lessen. Um, it doesn't fix it all the way every time, but because it mm -hmm. is being absorbed directly from your skin to your bloodstream, I think that's the reason it works so well. Yeah, and I bet the effects are pretty, like, are faster than, yes. you know, yes. other things that you could do for it. Exactly. Like, um, I know, like, with menstrual cramps, like you were talking about, there's certain essential oils that you can rub on your stomach for that. And, like, I don't know if you've ever done a heat pack, like a, like, warmed up um, heat pack. I have. That's, that's the only thing that seems to work for me besides teas and naps. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one, too. I was just going to mention that. But that's similar. You're, you're applying heat directly toward, to your, to that area where it hurts. It's kind of the similar, um, thought process. Yeah. Because, like, with, um, I, I've tried taking ibuprofen for it and just the, the little tablets, they just, um. Uh, they just don't seem to help at all. Yeah, those are way. those are hard, and it, I think it depends on the person too. You might be a little bit more susceptible to, or have a tolerance for uh, 
not a tolerance. What is that? Your body just might not like, accept uh, it very well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's maybe maybe I've used tried using it too much to the point where I've just uh, yeah, it, it doesn't work for me anymore. I guess. Well, if you're in a place, I'd recommend peppermint essential oil. It's it's pretty magical. I do know. Did you know that a single drop of peppermint essential oil is equivalent to 28 cups of peppermint tea? I did not. Yeah. Wow. It's it's insane how much uh how potent it is. And you can even did you know you can digest essential oils like through your mouth, like internally? Like you can sw- you can like uh and it, yeah, it wouldn't like be bad for you at all? Mm-mm. You do have to do your research on which ones because I don't know truthfully which ones might not be the best to swallow. It might be better for your skin, but I do know like lots of doctors uh prescribe oils to be taken internally um, instead of like having it soak into your skin because it might have a faster effect. Like if you needed it pretty soon, like, you know, rapidly, they would suggest you to swallow it. Okay. Yeah. Um, huh. I'm trying to think of some other stuff I know about this. Um, hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, If you, like, I know that diffusing essential oils helps a lot with uh, atmospheric oxygen in a room. And that's why a lot of people do it. It's like Mm -hmm. when you maybe, I know I do it a lot when I, like, clean the house and it gets all dusty in the house. It's a good way to filter out the air that has the dust and replace it with newer, better air. Um, that is very, it's very good. I honestly think essential oil diffusion is one of my favorite things about essential oils is the whole process. Yeah. And I've got an aroma diffuser and it's honestly, it it feels like it calms me down in a way. Like it's also, I I know that there are are definitely like different, uh, health properties to it, but like the mental properties are just as good, honestly. Exactly. Um, I, the essential oil company that we buy all of our essential oils from have like, you know. I don't know how many, but a lot of essential oils. And there's, like, everything from, you know, normal things where they actually, like, say the plant, like peppermint, lavender. But then there's things like peace and calming, which is a mix of essential oils that have commonly been used to um, help with emotional and stress and stuff like that. That's That oil is a miracle worker, by the way. Peace and calming. Amazing. What, uh, what, which... Like bundle of of uh, plants are those? Um, I am not sure. Let me look it up. Um, but there's similar things to like peace and calming. There's like a nighty night oil, um, which uh helps with sleeping. I know like cedar woods in that and stuff like that. But um, in peace and calming, it says it has a tangerine, orange, ylang-ylang. Uh, German chamomile, citrus, bergamot, and a ton of other things I can't pronounce. <laughs> nice. But that's the that's the general idea is that these people have studied plants and they've studied how the plants work in order for them to understand what can help with these types of pains and stuff like that that a lot of people have. And I think that's something so cool about essential oils is that you can take your knowledge of plants and turn it into a way to heal people you know, without making them lose all their money and, you know, maybe not even yeah. work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then just 
the fact that you can just grow it in your own yes. home garden is and you just can incredible. do it they make kits like honestly do your research buy a kit like just do it just try it honestly that's my <laughs> that's my advice um let's move on to crystals so what do you know about crystals i don't know a lot about crystals um absolutely nothing i tried getting like into it a little bit and then i the, the as far as i got was just um like quartz crystals are just very good for clearing the mind or something yeah i don't know quartz crystals that's all, all i got i'm not even sure that's completely correct <laughs> well it just depends i think uh i know i think I think crystals is the one thing I haven't had the most experience with when it comes to this, and the one thing I don't necessarily believe in, but maybe it's because I haven't had a lot of experience. But I know crystal healing is the belief that crystals and other stones are used to cure ailments and protect against disease. They're kind of... People treat crystals as a conduit, I guess, in a way. Like a uh, like an energy... Like something that holds the energy, and if you come in contact with that it can help heal you it's basically i feel like a conduit is a good uh word to use for yeah it. it's like a yeah it's basically a way for the healing properties within these crystals to flow through while pushing out negative energy into your from your body so basically as it's pushing <laughs> your body healing energy it's accepting the negative energy and I know my okay. my mom does crystals sometimes, and she'll put her crystals outside at night, like when the moon's up. And the moon is supposed to have properties in which it cleanses the crystals and uh, basically takes away the negative energy so they're ready to use again. It's quite fascinating, honestly. That's a really beautiful way. That's a really beautiful, like, remedy, natural remedy. That's, it, it really that's is. Really, this one's really pretty. <laughs> and it's, like, calming, and the whole process is just you know, peaceful, and, you know, I know she she genuinely feels like they work. Um, when my mom first got into it, my mom would, uh, we picked out, like, a lot about stones and crystals is about connecting to the one you, like, you feel connected to. So a lot of people will go to, like, shops and they'll hold the crystals, and they will hold a bunch of different types till they find the one that connects to you, which is beautiful mm. to me, in a way, honestly, like... You're finding, yeah, you just you're finding your match. Yes, and you're finding a, a piece of yourself. I think, which is really really cool. Um, I know, like a lot of people buy like really big crystals, like in their house. For uh, I've heard of like stories of people buying like random like because like some huge crystals are just gorgeous and like they look really cool as um as decor. It's just like yeah, just decoration, yeah. And a lot of people don't do research into which ones they're buying because there are such things as negative crystals in the world of people who believe about crystal healing. And people have also have like, you know, said that they have felt uh almost a a negative energy into their home and that they've done like the process they've looked up like processes to like heat like uh release the negative energy from the crystals. Um and that when they bring them back in, like their home is like so much more of a lively and beautiful place um, because like I said, they're like a conduit to hold the happy and uh, positive energy, which is really beautiful, honestly. Yeah. I did not know this, but did you know that crystal healing dates back almost 6,000 years? 
Dude, has it always been like I I know that it's been um tied to witchcraft uh now and then. Has it always been, do you think? It says that probably take like a lot of research, but Yeah. From what I know, it's it dates back to uh Mesopotamia and ancient Egyptians. Like those were the first oh, people wow. to use it. So obviously this has been going on for a while. Um Yeah, which means there has to be some sort of truth to it in a way. Yeah. Or obviously if it's been recorded for this long and like there's enough people that have said like they know it works for them then there's something in this that works for people obviously i don't know what it is because i haven't tried it enough to know but i do i think i do the only thing i have connected with is the fact that you can find a stone that connects to your soul or your body or whatever because you can feel it i genuinely think if your mind is open to the possibility that this could be a real thing like you can feel the connection between um such an earthly object in yourself. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I know a lot of crystals are supposed to be used for minds, like mind clearing, helping your mind, you know, flush out like stress and stuff. I would love to try it sometime. Huh. A lot of people wear yeah. their crystals <laughs> on them. Yeah, I think uh, I've got a friend who, um, she she always keeps crystals on her and um, i've never quite I, I don't know why but i've never asked her like the different properties for any of them because i've like in the past i've been so curious about it but it's it's i don't think about it that much anymore because i just kind of i guess i've been trained out of that mindset because i um like my, my mom's religious so she um she wanted to avoid anything that was like could be considered i guess witchcraft uh stereotypical witchcraft yeah oh, god and, <laughs> Yeah, and so um, I, I uh, whenever I tried doing research into that, it wasn't I, I wasn't like encouraged to do that at all. I was, you know, it it was not exactly a a thing that my mother was happy for me doing. So I I, I guess my uh, curiosity for it just kind of got snuffed out, and I'm a little sad about it. But since I have friends in my life that actually, you know, have that kind of uh, have that kind of mindset, then I could I, I should start asking them yeah. about it more just because I'm, I'm genuinely curious uh, how that works and everything. It's it's sounds very intriguing. And I just I it, yeah, it's something I want to learn more about. <laughs> I totally agree. And I don't know a lot about it either. But I know like people will like make the crystals that they connect with into jewelry and they'll put it on their skin. So it's always in contact with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's always really cool to me because you found a way to like utilize such a such a healing object uh, in a way that you know most people won't even like think because I think a lot of people get judged for trying new things like this like doing different alternative medicine yeah yeah definitely which isn't totally fair because you know just because it might seem different doesn't mean it's bad you know yeah it's just the um it's just the fear of difference the yes fear of change the fear of change always factor and it's it's sad honestly yeah um and i know i know the one thing that gets the worst rap is homeopathic remedies i know absolutely yeah i know everybody because i think out of all all three of these things homeopathic remedy is the one thing where scientists and like doctors are uh like totally against like they're like it doesn't work stop doing it like blah blah blah, blah. But really, have any of them tried, like, in a scientific way to conduct an experiment, like, have these work? I'm sure, I'm sure they have, I guess. But I think everybody goes into it thinking that they don't. 
like they don't work at all and i just i wish they didn't yeah it's it's like messing up your mindset it's like um i've i've tried lucid lucid dreaming in the past and it's it's kind of hard for me to do that because i just immediately think oh it just it doesn't sound real i just start to doubt it in a way yes. so it's just it it sets me up for failure yes and that and that so, comes in yeah. different areas of our lives like I know I've done that millions and millions of times before where I'm like, I can't do it, or this isn't real, so I, why would I be able to do it? Which isn't fair to yourself because, you know, what if you're losing the possibility of something great? Exactly, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Mindset <laughs> is so important. I'll tell you a brief story about homeopathic remedies. Um, my family has always grown up with them. And especially, like, uh, cousins and aunts and uncles do them a lot. And uh, we use them for things like colds and, you know, body aches and menstrual stuff and stuff like that. Um, because I think we use them more because they are so easy to take. Kind of like taking vitamins. Except you're taking mm -hmm. these for, like, a cold. So when my brother was probably anywhere between two and four years old, um, my grandparents were watching him at the house. And he accidentally took one, uh, he was crawling around on the floor and my, my grandma or my Nana went in the other room to grab something and when she came back, you know, she hadn't seen anything, but in the time that she was gone, my brother had taken, eaten like a pill off the floor. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, it ended up being one of my, uh, my papa's, uh, medicines that he has to take for, uh, various things, which was way too potent for like a two-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. So he went Oof. to the hospital, and he was pretty much in a coma-like state for, like, I think it was, like, maybe a day or two. And uh, we have a homeopathy, uh, did you just say cool? No, I said oof. Oh, he said cool. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> well, anyway, he was in the state, and the doctors had no idea, like, what was going on. They knew, you know, the, the possibility that he might have taken something was the reason why, but they had no idea how to get him out or how to, you know, help with this or whatever. So um, we, have a, we used to have a homeopathic doctor that lives in Eugene that my aunt and my mom and my dad would consult for small things, you know, like... You know, how can I help get rid of my kid's flu or something like that? And he'd he'd prescribe a remedy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And my my parents they had called him because you know they were like, "What else can we do?" Because regular medicine has basically failed us at this point. Like our kid is literally, you know, about to die, basically. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, he he brought. A remedy he came to the hospital and brought a remedy and with two doses my brother was awake again and uh Ooh. completely completely healed and i genuinely think that i have everything to thank to those remedies and to his knowledge for my brother's life honestly yeah and it Ooh. it's one of the reasons why i've stuck with it and i've been able to like push past other people's judgment that you know this doesn't work is because i've seen it firsthand and, yeah, there's there's living proof for it. Yeah, and there is nothing in his system that was a medicine from the doctors at the time. Nothing. At that point, they were trying to find something else. And I'm sure what we did wasn't probably okay to doctoring staffs, because I don't really think they believe in that kind of stuff. So I think giving a patient that might, you know... Again, though, like, why would they be upset if they don't believe in it? But they still do get upset about it. So it's it's kind exactly. of weird to me. <laughs> But that's just a really beautiful story, and I like 
I, when I talk to people about like home remedies and stuff like that, you know, they're always like, oh, they don't work. You know, obviously it was something that doctors gave him that saved his life, but this isn't the first occurrence in my family or other people I know that have experienced this sort of thing. And, uh, I, I think the whole topic of alternative medicines needs to be revisited in a serious way. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, there's miracle stories out there and, you know, they don't all have to be miracle stories if people just were open to it and were willing to accept that. Like I said, there's not one way in life. There's not one path and there's not one medicine that's going to cure you. Yeah. And everything works for different people. You know, I'm not saying remedies or essential oils or crystals are going to work for you, but they might. So why wouldn't you try, you know? Absolutely. You should you shouldn't be afraid of trying something just because there's, you know, disproof or people that just try to knock it down in a sense. Exactly. And do your research, obviously. Um Yeah, definitely. Don't, <laughs> don't jump blindly. <laughs> because even though these are just plants, um, some things have negative effects on some people and that's just kinda the you have to try it to see what works for you. And just because maybe one thing didn't work right away doesn't mean you should give up because, again, everybody's body is different. And everybody accepts things different, especially mm -hmm. in their, their organs because, you know, Sammy wasn't born with the same body as I am, just like I wasn't born with the same body she was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Our bodies are different. And obviously she has a really low tolerance to pain medication. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> I don't, but, you know. I feel your pain. I definitely have those things in my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think, I think it all comes down to like, have you thought about like how, have you ever heard people say that food can heal your body? Um, I have not. No, I, I know like, you know, of course, different like diets and stuff. Like I, I've been, um, I, I've been told by, uh, a doctor that, um, you know, like anti-inflammatory foods such as right. like fish and such work for cramps and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm sure that like there's different ways to do that, but I'm not too knowledgeable in that. Yeah. And I, I'm not too knowledgeable in it either, but like, I guess in the general sense, you eat healthy and generally your body accepts that and keeps you healthy, right? Yeah. And plants and veggies and um, fruits and stuff like that, they all come from the earth. And those are all things you have to eat to maintain yourself to be healthy. And that works. And people believe that works. So why wouldn't people believe that uh, plants that, again, come from the earth, that all they've done to them is take out the oils and put it into an oil or into a remedy, and you're digesting it just like you'd eat them from the plant form, why do people not believe they work? Because it's just like eating healthy. Yeah, they probably believe it's just an outdated thing. Because the thing right. is, um, medicine in a way can never be outdated. I think, mm -hmm. um, or at least like herbal remedies, because it's it's they're they're plants. Like I mean, yes, they're evolving in a way, but the thing is that they've they've been used for a long time, and if if they've been used in the past and they've saved people it's it's you know that that's what they lived with that that's what people lived with that's the only op option they had and it worked for them yeah so why just like let go of it if it was if just because you have modern medicine just because exactly. it's called modern medicine and like you know 
people do diets, like you were saying. Like, that's a way of eating. And a lot of the foods you're eating in diets come from the earth, just like these plants come from the earth. It's the same thing, just in a different form. I think the fact that it's titled medicine pisses people off, honestly. Yeah. I think people are like, oh, it can't be titled medicine because it's not going to, like, you know, save your life or cure cancer. You know, there hasn't probably been a discovered cure for cancer in the natural remedy form yet. I know there hasn't been, but who's to say that they can't find something? Just like who's to say they won't find something in the normal medicine world, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm not above just saying, like, you know, who knows? Because I don't know. And even though I am a woman of science and I will be going to get a degree in science of a type, I still believe in these things because I've tried it and I know they work. And I know they don't work for everybody, but like we're saying, you got to give it a try. Yeah. And I hope, Sammy, I hope you try something, something cool out of one of these things. I definitely well essential oils definitely do seem very yes. interesting i'm gonna do some more research on that we should we should each go to like the crystal fair that happens a lot where we live and we should oh, go and yeah. try that we should try and see if those work just as a fun maybe someone up. there is knowledgeable <laughs> yeah and then we can maybe ask uh other people for there because they they're they're gonna know more know way more than we do so we yes. could probably just ask someone that works there and see what they believe in too yeah well, at the beginning of this podcast, Sammy and I each asked each other the question of, do these remedies work uh, for people? And if they do, do they work for everybody? And what do you think the answer is, Sammy? After um, hearing all about I believe, this. I believe that if you believe it works, it, it does. And for everyone, um, I'd say no, but um, I, I would not, uh, I, I would recommend giving it a chance. Yeah. I say the same thing. I say if your mind is open to the possibility and letting go of the prejudice or the, you know, opinions that you might have beforehand and just giving it a try, then, you know, it might not work for you, but at least you tried. But it mm -hmm. might it might cure something really good for you. It might help you with your pain or it might help you with a really bad cold or something like that. You know, you just have to get out there and try it. And, you know, there's no harm in it, right? absolutely yeah unless yes. you do it wrong don't do it wrong yes. you need to do research <laughs> do research <laughs> well we thank you guys for coming and listening today was a really good episode and i really enjoyed talking about this to you sammy me too i it's always fun to talk about this kind of stuff especially since you're more knowledgeable about it than i am it's i, I get to know so much more information i'm glad i could be the all bearing knowledgeable person here <laughs> about essential oils basically <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for coming and listening, and we will see you next week. Have a good rest of your day. Have a good night. Bye.